Hello and welcome back to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we're getting a little better at life. I'm your host, Corey Mascara, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about how to begin the process of opening your heart. More to come on that in a moment. First, let's settle in together with the sound of the bells. Okay, so let's talk about opening the heart. This is one of those phrases that is already a bit complicated because it begs the question of what does that mean? Uh, There's a number of different issues there. One, how do we define heart? And then two, what does it mean to open the heart? Is the heart even something that opens or closes? And even though those are two complicated things that I think we could dedicate a lot of time to exploring, uh, I'm not even going to put any attention toward it because the interesting thing about that is even if we could dissect it and go into what, what does that actually mean? Most of us already have an intuitive sense of what it means to have a heart that feels closed down and a heart that feels open. And the territory I want to play in here is in that more felt sense rather than a cognitive sense of what actually is the heart and does the heart actually close or open? We all, I I mean, unless we're deeply disembodied for whatever reason, we, we have a sense at some point in our life of what it means to feel like our heart is open. And we have at some other point in our life, often every day at different points, what it's like to feel like our heart has closed down. And you're going to have that felt sense for you that's unique from another person and from me. But I do believe there is a a qualitative sense there that we all can resonate with. And so when I say something like or introduce the idea of opening the heart or suggest that this might be a way we want to live, in my experience, most people resonate with that invitation. And there's a draw to that. Uh, Of course, there may first be some fear or resistance, but there's something about that that we orient to and recognize as important in our life. Now, when we begin taking that journey, or when I'm ushering people through that journey, and when I've done it myself over the years, one of the things that, one of the predicaments that we end up getting in is often first the sense that an open heart is supposed to feel a certain way and if we don't have that feeling right now it's because there's something blocking it and this is where the idea of our guard comes up our walls come up and immediately these walls this guarding is a barrier to being in the heart space So it's like there's something out in the distance that we're trying to get to, this open field, this meadow that's spacious, where we feel undefended, where we're loving and it's just pouring through and there's compassion and connection and intimacy and it's just there without effort. It's like there's that space out in the distance that we're trying to get to, but 
We can't get there because there's the guard in front of us, these concrete slabs that are covering us up, the, the guard dog that's not letting us experience life fully because it's our trauma or pain or our pattern or something our parents did, whatever the narrative. So do you see how this already gets set up? And you probably can resonate with it to some extent, just this idea of that's where I'm trying to get and this is what's in the way. And also, while we're at it, most of our personal development kind of takes this orientation. That's where I'm trying to go. This is what I'm currently feeling. And there's like a, a trying to get around it or uh, leap over it or at the very least... Um, dismiss it and then try to amplify the very thing we want to get. And in many cases, this uh, is a potentially useful strategy. You know, if you're trying to cultivate a certain level of um, positivity or warmth in your life, you don't always have to just focus on why your mind is negative. You can focus on, you know, something that makes you feel gratitude and then amplify that in the system and, and build it up. So there is a role sometimes of looking toward what the actual end point is and dwelling in that end point and then letting the barriers to getting there kind of uh, melt away, although they don't always just melt away. It's usually a two-pronged approach where we have to work with why some of that guarding is there and also work with cultivating the thing that we're looking to have more of. However, I think there's a way that we can do both simultaneously when we're talking about working with the walls around our heart. And what I mean by that is instead of just trying to get to that heart space, to leap over the walls and get there, and instead of just focusing on uh, why are my walls here, how can I make these soften, what we can do is recognize that the heart space is always here. It's already here. And we just allow that space to hold the walls that are present right now. It's not as if we have to get past the walls in order to access the heart. The heart space is always available to us. We often don't realize it because we're caught in our mind and our idea of maybe the heart if we're trying to cultivate it or the idea of where we need to get or the conditions or the arrangement of variables that need to be put in place until we can live with an open heart or until we'll feel love. So that's all happening in the mind. But the heart space is something that we can just relax into and let it hold Whatever is here, whatever is here, including the walls that make it feel like it's impossible to feel love. And this, in my experience, is a hugely helpful starting point when we're taking this journey of living with a more open heart. Because if we view these walls as, as barriers to where we're trying to get, we're already creating more internal war. We've already established that some aspect of us is not worthy of love. It's getting in the way of the very thing we want. And so now you're, you're in a battle. 
and it's completely antithetical to the very space where we're looking to dwell in. And so this the, the energetic orientation of this, when I feel into it, like when I think of trying to do the heart opening, like, yeah, I'm really going to open the heart. It has this like forward leaning, very cognitive, very like going to get somewhere, going to fix this, going to uproot all these issues. Right? It's, uh, yeah, it has feels very forward leaning and contracted. See if you can even feel that for yourself. My actual experience of when the heart opens is it's much softer it's relaxed. Uh, the energetic orientation is almost leaned back as if I am settling into the vastness of myself. Yes, that may be a weird phrase, but see if you can sense into what I mean, might mean by that. The vastness of you. Right? When I'm forward leaning, it feels contracted, it feels tight. It's like there's a small eye trying to get somewhere, very narrow. When I settle back into myself and I take a breath and I let myself feel like I'm, I'm just spreading out and letting myself be spacious and open, right? The vastness of awareness. We can even say then the vastness of the heart space. And then we feel that guarding there. Just like, oh, I feel tight or, oh, I, I feel angry at the world. But I, I want to have an open heart. Oh, but I'm angry at the world. Oh, the anger at the world is getting in the way of my open heart. No. That's where we pause and we go, oh, anger at the world. There's my guard. And we let the heart just touch that. Oh, of course. Of course there's anger at the world. Of course there's anger at your mom or your dad or your sibling or your friend or your politician. And we just, the heart space just meets it with a, of course, and it's okay, I'm here. And so instead of leaning forward and blasting through it, we're actually leaning back and letting the heart just, letting the wall kind of just melt into the heart space. Uh, the, the image that comes to mind is like a hand resting on a tempur mattress. The heart's always there, and so you just let it, let the walls just sort of rest into the mattress, rest into the vastness of that space. And when you do this, well, now you're, you're in the heart. You're in the heart space. And sometimes when we do that, it already begins to feel like we, we have an open heart. Now, other times, it's, we begin to, at the very least, feel less at war with ourselves us at war with the inner walls. And in my experience doing a lot of heart opening work, this is not a, a step that can be bypassed. And even if you do temporarily bypass it, like let's just say you, you don't meet these walls and you know you just really focus purely on gratitude, like what you're grateful for, what you love about someone. Usually in other moments throughout the day when you get reactivated uh, the these original walls and guarding are going to come back up and so this is the way that we we get to work with that in, a, in an understanding way and we're integrating the heart space with the activation and over time when 
that activation arises, the guard arises, it's immediately caught and held by the heart space. And the heart space, you know, we haven't even defined it, but what we intuitively sense as the heart space, that, and also my experience as a teacher, is the, the core point of healing. When that makes contact with a core wound, with a pain, with a trigger, with an insecurity, that's where healing happens. And so we can look at this approach as a way of one immediately anchoring into the heart space when we allow our walls to be held there. And we can look at it as doing the healing work of softening some of those walls as well. So it does feel like there's more of an openness on a moment-to-moment basis. So those are some basic, early, but sometimes difficult to apply thoughts on working with a guarded heart and moving toward opening your heart. Since this is a common inquiry people have, how do I do do this work? How do I go deeper in this? You may not be aware that I did a a course on this uh, about a year ago. 2021, 2022, on opening the heart. And there's about 12 hours of video teachings in that course with specific heart opening practices and meditations. Uh, And there's also a 30-day heart opening guide that comes with it as a supplemental resource where every day there's a prompt, a mantra, and a song that's all designed to begin to soften some of those walls. Um, So if you're interested in that, it's currently available uh, for the next couple of days for $100 off. You can uh, learn more, read more about it, or or get the program at coreymascara.com forward slash heart, or just click the link in the show notes and get a sense, see if it feels right for you. But if you are feeling the resonance with the idea of moving toward an open heart and working with some of those long-standing walls. That is my flagship program for how to do that. Well, thank you so much for your practice. As always, I am getting over a cold at the moment, so if I'm a bit nasally on this call or this podcast episode, I apologize. But thanks for being here. Thanks for your practice. I'll talk to you tomorrow. And until then, take care. Hey, if you're still listening, uh, two reminders before you go. First, I have a a free daily text message offering that is used to sort of just give you a a simple prompt or question or quote to think about throughout the day. It goes out every day around 8 a.m. Pacific time. It's completely free, and many of my students describe it as one of their uh, favorite things to receive because it takes five seconds to read in it, something they share with their friends, something they ponder throughout the day. Uh, so if you're not part of that text community and you'd like to be, you can text the word podcast to one six three one three zero five two eight seven four, and you'll be immediately signed up. You can unsubscribe at any time. I won't know if you unsubscribe, so you won't hurt my feelings. And you'll begin receiving the text the next day. 
If you live outside United States or Canada, just send me a DM on Instagram uh, with the two words international texts, and I'll give you instructions for how to join outside of US and Canada. But again, if you are within the States or Canada, just text the word podcast to 1-631-305-2874. Lastly, if you enjoy this podcast and you feel inspired to leave a review, it goes a long way for the growth of this podcast and uh, attracting new listeners. Honestly, I don't do too much when it comes to promoting, practicing human. All of the growth has just been word of mouth. The primary orientation to having the podcast reviews is, one, I really like reading them. So, you know, if you have been touched by a certain episode or you use this as a daily part of your day, you can just share it with me on uh, Apple Podcasts and I get to read it there and it uh, makes me smile. Uh, but also, at some point, I will be moving to doing interviews periodically. And the more reviews there are, um, the easier it is or the more likely you are to be able to have conversations with guests that might otherwise be difficult to uh, have a conversation with. And there are some pretty world-class people that I, I would like to talk to and bring into the practicing human community. And uh, we're getting to that point right now as a sizable podcast where we can attract most uh, people. But uh, a few more reviews, uh, five-star reviews, just go a long way for that, uh, building up the the brand credibility, which is important in the podcast world. So if you feel inspired, it's always a huge help, and I appreciate it. And know that I'm smiling on the other end of the screen as I'm reading. All right. Thanks, everyone. Talk to you soon, and take care.